Danny, your editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com and the host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the social media manager. And I'm Jared. I'm the editor-in-chief of the podcast. (laughs) Jared is our producer. (laughs) Editor-in-chief just sounds better, you know? It 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 is. is. It's it's a great title. I just figured I'd take whatever I want. So how's y'all's week been? It's been a good week. Uh... We, I just, we should probably start right off the bat. Absolutely no spoilers for No Way Home are going to be talked about on this episode. They are all over the internet. And we Uh, refuse to read them. Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole earlier today and I saw a lot. Um, Yeah, it's it's bad. Don't go on YouTube. Don't go on the internet uh, at all if you don't. Don't walk out your front door of your home. Yeah, I opened YouTube and immediately saw three spoilers just right there. And I was like, holy shit, I'm never coming back on here till after tomorrow. That's crazy. And well, also, after- our human relations specialist, Ben, is in the chat. Face. Uh, ben will be fact-checking for us this evening, as he always does. Nick Beck is already in the chat. Hi, Nick. All right. Yeah, fantastic. Hi, awesome. Nick. Blake, what were you saying before I cut you off? I was going to say, two weeks from now, we will... Everything right, or is it going to be? You, you want to wait two weeks? Do you? No, I really don't want to. I don't want to wait two weeks okay. either. But we talked uh, about doing a reaction video to No Way Home. So we're going to be. So we will not be in the studio next week. We will not be live on Wednesday. But we are going to film a reaction and a talk segment um, after we've seen the movie, and that'll be airing in place of our live show. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Who I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah, like, I cannot Rick. wait till tomorrow. I I probably won't sleep tonight. I'll, I'll probably, probably show up either. late for work tomorrow. My boss will be pissed. It's like, what are you gonna do? I'm thinking about not even going to work tomorrow. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> what? You're like a little kid, man. I love it so much. Like, oh, I'm so pumped, excited. Yeah. We we thought about uh, it work tomorrow. Um, and if anybody that's above me is listening, this is not what we're gonna be doing. Um. <laughs> But uh, we thought about just bringing in, like, a computer or something and watching all of the Spider-Man because we have to scrape floors tomorrow. So we're all just going to be just sitting there Can just doing this, wishing we weren't. We could bring so. that TV I took off the wall. Yeah. I will come watch it with y'all. I just won't help scrape yeah, Just hang out and watch Spider-Man. Scrape. I won't scrape floors. Well, yeah, we can do that. Don't show up. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> cool beans. Cool oh, beans. Man. So. Uh, big week, though. Yeah, big week. big week. We've got a little bit of news to talk about, Blake. You want to break into that? Yeah. Let's we'll start rumor mill. What the heck? Why? Which is, he can't hear. That. Yeah. Go. Well, this week on Rumor Mill. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Rumor Mill, uh, Barry Keegan, guy plays Druid in uh, the Eternals, and I'm gonna wait for Danny to stand back up. Uh, <laughs> he is rumored and pretty much confirmed by his own brother, who got online and said he's gonna be the new Joker in the Robert Pattinson's Batman uh, series we got going on. It's an interesting choice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever seen him in anything else besides Eternals? No. That was the first time I'd seen him. And I really screen. don't... I mean, if he's a good actor, he can play anything. But I, I, from the Eternals, I really can't see him being a insane, murderous... You know, the crazy thing is, is post-Heath uh, Ledger world, mm. I will not question anybody cast for a role until i see it true because i remember when the dark knight was coming out and i saw heath ledger for the first time and i was like 
there's no way. Like I was right. actually like a little upset, and I thought that the whole series was gonna go downhill. But you know, one of the best castings of all time, I would say. Like I mean, he he was perfect in that role and did a great job and basically made that into the movie that it was. Oh, so I mean, that's such a high yeah. bar. So I mean, you have a lot more failures than you do success, but right. you know, it, it well, it's DC. So I mean, you're going to, yeah. and I'm. I didn't watch Knight's Tale thinking this guy's going to be the perfect Joker either. No. I love Heath Ledger. I love Knight's Tale. That yeah. never gets so It's something I can watch forever. Or 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, one yeah. of my favorite yep. movies of all time. And uh, I never Patriot. never could picture him playing Joker. But like like you said, I mean, he set yeah. a, an amazing bar for the Joker. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see if he's going to be our Joker and see what he brings to the table as a, I would say, a fairly new actor. Yeah. So I would, yeah. Yeah. That's the interesting thing about this. We're getting not necessarily newer actors playing characters, but not large screen actors lesser usually. Known. Yeah, lesser known sure. for sure. Um, taking on the roles of, of Riddler. Um, so, yeah. Well, DC's never steered us wrong in casting, so <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be okay. So You can try anyway. trust in DC. <laughs> Next. All right. So uh, something that Jerry could probably talk to us a little bit more about, uh, Fantas- Fantastic Beasts 3. Uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that looks really good. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. Don't judge me. I know you all love it. But <laughs> I love the Fantastic Beasts movie. I really do. I think I, they're great. Well, I am a pot or a head. So. I know. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, it came out. Uh, it, was a full, it was a full trailer. Uh, yeah. You know, got to see a lot of uh, interesting stuff. Don't necessarily know where the storyline's going wholeheartedly, but we're going to see Hogwarts. Uh, we're going to see... Uh, Dumbledore, you know, in that whole confine of him, you know, being part of Hogwarts and stuff. So, I mean, I, I think as we continue, they'll kind of give us a plot line. I did notice, um, and I can't remember who the actor was, uh, who is the actor that's now playing the main bad guy in that? Because um, Johnny Depp is no longer... Uh, right, yeah. In uh, it. I can't remember what that fuck, guy is. It's, uh, yeah, it was on. It was on the tip. It's of the my guy time. that plays Hannibal. Oh, the Hannibal uh, show. Uh, Michelson, Mad Mad yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah. So Mikkelsen. that my bad. that's changing. But I mean, going in theme with the uh, the first two, you had uh, Colin Farrell for most of the first one, and then you had Johnny Depp. So I mean, I don't think that's really gonna. And that Mads Mikkelsen is a great phenomenal actor. actor so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But interesting to see. Looks great. Uh, hopefully, they kind of get back on track with. Kind of the the wonder and lore of the of, of the Harry Potter world and you know stuff because I felt like the second was a little lacking in that but yeah for sure yeah, yeah. but we'll see looks good uh, yeah also uh, on game wise uh, Star Wars came out with the new Eclipse game and uh, have y'all seen that preview I've not seen the trailer I saw for that. it yeah it looks like a badass movie actually it it looks really good I mean um, th- they with Fallen Order they. They brought back Star Wars games into being like very well story driven stuff, mm-hmm. and so and they they were kind of capitalizing on the uh, post uh, Order sixty six early Empire right. realm of the storyline, you know, and so that's really really cool. It's a vast world you can explore. Yeah, it shows uh, Yoda uh, standing in a course hot. Yeah, yeah. Still, so I so. mean, whatever I only watched it a few times uh and i didn't i didn't establish like everything about it but right. visually and from what i can tell from a storyline standpoint i think this is probably going to be one of the better ones they've produced so well i mean it's my, if i'm not mistaken i mean the trailer was all instrumental wasn't it there really wasn't any yeah yeah, yeah. any words at all but no, I mean, they didn't it, really it was, speak any words it was all it, it was intense so i mean for a yeah. game trailer i mean 
Yeah. If Star Wars would make their their games movies, they would probably be a little bit more successful from what they were on seven yeah. through nine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, honestly. <laughs> uh, so he, here, he, here's a random thing that was reported on. Uh, Chadwick Boseman's brother came out and has said that. Good for him. <laughs> oh. Maybe I paused too long there. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> so anyways, he came out and said he disagrees oh. with Marvel's uh, not wanting to recast Black Panther. He claims that he knows that Chadwick would say that he w- it should be recast. Uh, I think that's kind of an odd thing to just claim or, or want to call. I mean, unless they've had – I don't see how you would really – I don't know. So what, what, what's what's the referencing to? Because as far as what I know, in the new – uh, Black Panther. They were saying reportedly that he either was going to be in the beginning, uh, just briefly, and then die, or that they were going to have him die off screen as the Black Panther. Uh, pr- and then, yeah, uh, pr- pretty much the way they're going to bring the actual Black Panther back, uh, and I'm not sure how they're going to do the timeline with this. Was he was going to have a son, and I don't know how quickly his son would grow because I mean, and in, in the, how, how the timeline I mean, works. As, as far as I know, it takes nine months to make a baby. <laughs> And then they go as, as normal humans, I mean, so it they, takes a year to age. So if he's going to be roughly an 18-year-old person, I think it, it's going like, to take like 25 years or something right. for that to happen. Hawkeye that, takes place in 2025. Right. And uh, I, I mean, think, he could have had a kid that we didn't know about. Yeah. Endgame yeah. takes place in what, 2019, 2018? Yes, 20. So, in, so he could already just moving to the end of – Hawkeye, he would be seven years old. Well, oh, hold on a second, and and here's a good reference for if anybody saw Hawkeye. They showed when. Wait, can we say spoilers for Hawkeye? We're going to talk about it. Okay, if, if you haven't watched episode five of Hawkeye, earplugs. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Cool. When when they had the uh, scene where Yelena and the other Black Widow were trying to free that one, the one chick, it said 2018, and she blipped right then. So. Endgame would have been 2023 whenever everybody blipped back because that was five years later. Yeah. If, if they, ben, can you fact check that, please? Actually, what if? Well, Go ahead. <laughs> T'Challa's <laughs> child could have been conceived at the time of uh, Black Panther 1. OG Black Panther? Or yeah. before that. What if it goes back and he had a relationship that was secret with Aurora Monroe? Oh, like he's got a kid like with Storm? Storm? Yeah. And I mean, say, actually, possible. it happened like 10 years ago. He could be a teenager at least. Yeah, like six, 17 years, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would strange. be kind of cool if they did something like that. I but like, I, like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're leaning into Shuri being the Black Panther. So Right. Yeah. Well, she She's injured right now, right? She, yes. They're waiting for her to heal. To yeah, start they're filming waiting for her to heal up to yeah. start filming back. Uh, Scar is going to be returning to the MCU. But That's not in the way that probably most people would like. She is returning back as MCU producer. On multiple projects, so that just she, means, yeah, she won lots of money. Yeah. Yep, she she won her. Uh, they they ended up having sure. they ended up settling on the lawsuit, and they've somewhat they mended, mended that relationship. Oh god, yeah, yeah. That, was, mean, that was total BS. What what happened? I, I could agree with contract. her on that, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I think they just got mad because when they did Endgame and Robert Downey Jr. restructured his to be back end heavy for his uh, salary, they were like, okay, whatever. And then you know he, I think he reportedly made like over like eighty something million dollars just from, uh, from Infinity War. Oh wow! And it was mostly from the back end ticket sales and, and stuff like that. Uh, and and then they realized that oh shit, like because that's basically what Scarlett Johansson did is she wanted percentage of 
of online um things the uh online purchases stuff right uh, yeah and yeah. then they or no, or tickets. It was either tickets was or online. Ticket sales. Then they decided to do it online, and she got she got mad because it was in violation. She got yeah, yeah, gypped yeah. out of some money. I mean, yeah. technically, I mean, so they Disney knew what they were doing. I mean, Disney and HBO both got in trouble for doing that, right. uh, using uh, releasing directly to streaming services as a way to circumvent needing to pay the stars what they contracted them for. So I yeah. mean. We won out getting to see it without at a, at a period in time when we couldn't necessarily go to the theaters, which right. was great for us. But the companies were definitely fucking their employees over. So, sure. yeah, it's, I mean, greedy bastards. What are you gonna do? That's there's yeah, a reason they've got all this money. People. Yeah, burn it all to the ground. That's what I say. Yeah. So also uh, recently there was a Thor: Love and Thunder poster that was leaked. Uh, so people said they seen it in a store. A lot of people were saying, "No, nah, it's fan art. It's not real." As of today, it's proven. It's on our socials. It's real. Uh, it was accidentally released to multiple stores too early, and one of those stores accidentally went and put it up. So the poster that is on our socials is a legit first official Thor Love and Thunder poster, what's, which what's, is very artsy and has, has some really good detail I, in it. I really dig Thor's new armor. When's the, re- when's the supposed release date for uh, Thor Love and Thunder? I, do I don't know the answer to that. It's so crazy either. if they're ben, releasing ben, posters yeah. so early and they haven't even done teaser trailers or anything for it. Which do you think is because th- what the uh, multiverse of madness is supposed to be next, right? Yes, or, in May. yeah, okay. Because yep. we're probably with Doctor Strange being in in No Way Home, we'll most likely get some sort of in credit scene alluding to to that. Out of I think Thor: Love Thunder might, might be next after Doctor Strange. I think. Yeah, I could be wrong, but but I, I doubt possible. we'll get anything for in for in. Uh, Brittany Shelton there. is saying July eighth. So that, yeah. that would be next. That would be right Jeez. behind. Six six months is that correct? Yeah, so, that's seven. January, Feather, March, April, May, June. I that's guess we're su- seven months. We're supposed to get three Marvel movies every year going forward, right? Yes, guaranteed three, plan. and I think at least four Disney Plus shows a year. That's crazy. Oh yeah, it's overload. I'm so excited. No complaints. So, but I mean that's that's crazy that they would have. Uh, release something so soon and like they already have the posters printed out for it. like honestly they probably did it on purpose marvel's too smart for stuff like that like like it's there's a lot of moving parts there yeah respect if they did though that's a <laughs> that's an a plus move so you have anything to add to that oh no blake is that uh have we tapped the bottom of we your barrel tapped the bottom because i did not i refused to put anything with spider-man in rumor mill this week yeah i almost said a thing just now and i did you? i had to oh speaking back. of spoilers i wanted to tell you guys the one thing that i saw yeah don't <laughs> i'm just kidding so that's this week on rumor mill <laughs> say something I, I want to say something about the wheel of time real fast yeah go for it just real quack just real, real, just real, real quack. quack real quack guys uh so i don't know if anybody's watched wheel of time series but they're on uh they just did episode six uh released um it's it's interest. it's an interesting series it's definitely different from the books but still an interesting watch uh if you have amazon prime definitely worth uh checking out and seeing uh also for anybody the Witcher season two is coming out uh, yeah. on Friday. So. Drops Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, and that that's gonna be all all the episodes at once. So, oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Netflix drops them all at once, baby. That's what yeah, I should do. Binge that pretty quick. Oh yeah, for sure. 
So definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of Wheel of Time. Um, yeah. I almost got the Rans Dragons tattooed on the back of my hands at one point. Uh, talked cool. myself out of it. Yeah, uh, probably smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that and my neck tattoo are probably the best choices I've ever made. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I love Wheel of Time. It's it's one of my favorite book series. Yeah. If, if you're a fan of of kind of Game of Thrones, but then also Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I guess Lord of the Rings, and then mixed in with um, more of a modern style. Uh, speech because they they're certainly not like old timey talking to each other like it is uh Lord of the Rings. It's more like people of this era but they're not talking modern like they just mm-hmm. are, you know. So I mean it's it's uh yeah, it's it's a good uh it's a good show. So it's not great yet. <laughs> I haven't checked it out yet, but I played on it. <laughs> but what up, Chris? Hey. I sent him the link. What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> Killing it on this podcast, guys. Doing well, great. this week we are doing uh, top five uh, guilty pleasure movies. You guys ready to break oh, into that I am list? Ready. All yeah. right. Top five. That should be our intro to uh, the guy, same voice for uh, Comically Inclined After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me. Is that you, really? Yeah, you want me to do How, what, how what do have I never known that that was you? That's crazy. <laughs> wow. I pay attention to a lot of things. <sighs> so, uh, uh, my brother, Joey, actually, uh, is in the comments. He says he still has a few issues with the Wheel of Time show. Uh, I mean, I'm not happy with it 100%, but the, it's way better than Legend of the Seeker was for Sword of Truth. My my main concern, and I apologize, but this is this – is, I love Wheel of Time. Uh, I think the story is going way too fast going through book one. Uh, the first season's already blazed through book one, and book one's like 600, 700 pages book. Uh, great establishing stuff. And But I think that world is so uh, big and immersive that they could have taken a little bit more time with it. And maybe they will in continuing seasons. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they will. That or it'll tank awfully and all everybody will lose the vision they had when they started well, with it. And the, and the crazy thing is season two's already been filmed and uh, they're finishing that. And then they've been renewed for season three already in anticipation of people liking it. So they're all in on Wheel of yeah. Time. So anyway, top five. This week we are doing guilty pleasure movies. Uh, top five the, Wheel of Times. The loose outline for it was that these are awful films that we still love and enjoy. Now, as I made my list, I was like, these are great fucking films. So I, I feel. That, like, yeah. I get it. Uh don't get up in arms. We were doing our best on this one. The, I mean, these are movies we all love. Or get up in arms, I guess. Come at me, bro. I ain't scared. I'll fight you and your mom. I, uh, I kind of wanted to do a top ten on this one. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blake, whenever you're ready, you're number five. Number five, Cocktail, Tom Cruise. Not a big Tom Cruise fan, but I love that movie. I hate flair bartending, but still love that movie. Yeah. I love flair bartending. And I love the story you of that would. movie. I, if a man can't pour whiskey into his glass like a normal person, then he shouldn't be doing it at all. That's all I got to say. So they, I'm an old Western kind of bar guy. You got yeah. one type of brown liquid that you, you just throw a coin on the bar and they give you that, and then that, that's what you drink. So, But, yeah, probably Tom Cruise's best movie ever. I really think it is. <laughs> I got I – yeah, that was an incredible sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Night and Day is his best movie ever. That's all really? I got to say. Yeah. 
ever seen Night and Day? Not Eyes Wide Shut. I figured Danny was like, that's a Kubrick, impossible. man. Ugh. Night and Day is the best movie ever. <laughs> Good job, man. I Jared, like number yeah. five. Okay, so I don't like this because this is one of my favorite series, mostly just from the first one. But the second one wasn't that great, and that's The Mummy uh, 2. So yes. it was it was an all right movie, but from the success of the original Mummy, the fact that they the, the CGI seemed like it took a reversal. And the CGI from the first one wasn't that great to begin with. Uh, and... It just it just wasn't as good, but I still watch it because it's like it's like hearing a story. It's like another story of characters that you loved before. It's like if Frodo and Gandalf owned a Froyo uh, stand, <laughs> you're, st- you're gonna go there, but it's not gonna be as interesting as them destroying the One Ring, you know. So that's it's just it's not yeah. as good. But I feel you. Like I that. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll watch it all the time. So Heather, what was your number five? Dude, where's my car? <laughs> I mean, it's so awful, but I can't help but like it. <laughs> What's mine say? Dude. Dude. Uh, Ben's number five is uh, Baby Driver. Uh, one of my favorite movies. I love that I movie. I love Baby Driver. Yeah. Was that, was uh, that considered that a to be a pleasure? bad movie? I, I thought it was great. I, I don't think it did well. Uh, yeah. But it's an Edgar Wright movie. So, actually... I, well, I'm not going to get into that till it comes back around. But uh, Nick Beck, uh, his number five is the Masters of the Universe movie, uh, which Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Uh, Anything with they, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> they completely changed the story for the movie, so uh, it's whatever. Anyway. And my number five is the Boondock Saints. I love Boondock Saints. I love Boondock Saints. Yes. It's one of my it's a favorite movies. It's overdramatic movie, but, though. Oh, very overdramatic. Yeah, it's poorly made. Uh, the acting is shit, except for Willem Dafoe, obviously. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I still love it, man. Like, I love that movie. Like, I... The and shepherds we should be to thee, my lord, to thee. Power had descended from thy hands, that our feet may swiftly gather thy commands, and we shall flow river forth thee, thee and teeming with soul shall it ever be. In nomine patris et fili spiritus sancti. Very nice. Right, that I love impressive. that movie. You get Billy Connolly in it too. On top of that, so. yeah, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead is right. on it. Yep. Joey said basketball was one of his favorite movies. Uh. Blake, number four. Kevin Bacon's best movie. Trimmers. <laughs> Dude, again, I love Trimmers. I love Trimmers. Trimmers is so... It's so bad. If you look at it <laughs> objectively, it is so bad. Like, so bad. We right, had a right, budget yeah. of like $15. Yeah. And we're like, let's stretch it out. Like, Let's see what happens. Like, I grew up watching it with my dad, and, and he loved it. And so I think it's kind of like a sentimental thing. But like... I still enjoy the comedy in it. And Gave the, us badass Reba McIntyre. Oh, for sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It made me question how high my jeans should go up on my waist. That's for sure. Kevin like, Bacon, for Christ's sake. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. So, I mean, remote controlled trucks with dynamite? It'll be yeah. better than that. <laughs> Dreams really do come true. Yeah. I, I, it, it made me have the weird fantasy of living out in the middle of the desert with a lot of guns and Aretha Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the heck her name was. Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. All right. Hey, what's my number four? Let's keep that going. Leave that one going. I'll be out there with Jared, what's your number four? I'll take her. Who cares? (laughs) All right. So my number four is – I think it failed both cinematically and in the box office. And it – I recognize this as being a trash movie, but I really like it as well. And that's The Last Witch Hunter. Uh, Vin Diesel 
<laughs> you probably don't know what it's about, but it's basically Vin Diesel's like an immortal witch hunter. Uh, he fight witches. It, um, Elijah Woods in it, weirdly enough, and it's very distracting because uh, you're like, you're Frodo Baggins. Why are you in another movie? Uh, this is weird. Um, so yeah, it's it's terrible, but I've watched it at least ten times, and I don't know why I do it. Yeah, I've not seen that. One. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, yeah. It's good. he's it's one of Vin Diesel's best roles. <laughs> And that sure is saying the something. The bar's set pretty high on that yeah. one. That's I Am Groot's probably his best one. <laughs> Heather, you're number four. Yep. Failure to launch. It had pretty McConaughey. bad McConaughey. I love that movie. All right, all right, all right. All right Ben's number right, four right. is The Big Short. You know what's great? Uh, uh, you had uh, Steve Carell in it. Uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling was in it. Uh, Brad Pitt was in it shortly. So yeah, I think that movie flopped in the box office because people just weren't smart enough or wanting to think about all those types of things. But I've, re- I've watched several reviews on that movie and people have said that it was probably one of the best movies of like the, of the decade that it was in. So, I mean, it's, it's Nick Beck threw up, uh, transformers, the animated movie as his number four, which <laughs> I own that in regular and special edition. I've watched it beginning to end a million times with both the, uh, director commentary, and then the special edition has a fan commentary with three of the biggest Transformers fans in the world breaking down facts about the movie that nobody else remembers. Hmm. It's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I love it's, that. It sounds amazing. It and sounds great. Joey's number four is Short Circuit. Is that with Short the robot circuit. that was named, like, yeah, Johnny? Johnny Five is Johnny Alive. Johnny Five, yeah. Johnny Five I have is Alive. Forever. Dude, <laughs> I love one and two. They're both good. They're right up there with Mannequin for me. Nice. My, <laughs> my number four is John Carter of Mars. Uh, Disney's attempt at starting kind of a fun space uh, romp with John <laughs> Carter. Now, the problem with John Carter of Mars is that a lot of his ideas, or a lot of the ideas that hit the screen seem derivative because they were in other things. Yeah. But the only reason it feels that way is because those other things stole all those ideas from John Carter's series. Yeah. Um, Star Wars is a big one. Virginia! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Superman is based on John Carter. Like, yeah, most of your modern sci-fi has its roots in something from the John Carter book series. That was what Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, played? Taylor Kitsch played yeah. him. And I think John Carter Mars is probably in my top five movies of all time. That when I'm don't know what kind of movie I want to watch, I'm probably gonna watch John Carter of Mars, and afterwards I go, oh, like okay, I watched that. Like, yeah. it's it's just good enough. Like, there's action. Like the acting's not not bad, but like visually it's pretty cool, and it's just really funny listening to William Defoe as a four. Uh, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> an alien creature. So I uh, didn't I didn't even think about it until you said Virginia. Virginia. And I remembered that's yeah. two movies in a row that have had Willem, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe in it for me. I want to see if I have a Willem Dafoe. I don't. Blake, you're number three. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You bastard. Gross. That was on my list. Sean Connery. I was uh, Alan Quartermain. Uh, you know, you sit there and uh, you got Dorian Gray, the Visible Man, uh, Mina Harker, uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, uh, Tom Sawyer, the American Agent. Uh, it was really, I don't know, a very creative take on putting all these characters together. Captain Nemo. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoy it. I am still waiting for a sequel every day of my life. It's it's never. Uh, it, after I don't, after they Sean found Connery. out that Sean Connery was a uh, a man that raised his fist, they said, uh, no mas. If yeah. they did it, it wasn't going to be Sean Connery in that movie. So, uh, but yeah, Somehow I, people get mad when you do that. 
But so yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy that movie. I think it's great. Yeah, it's a dog trap. It's a it's it's a shitty movie, but it is it is one of those movies that I will watch even though I don't really I don't want to. So that's yeah, a perfect example. Jared, what's your number three? <laughs> All right, uh, my number uh, three is a movie that I don't understand why it's so popular, but I also watch it uh, too many times, and that's uh, Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. I, I know exactly why. Uh, I love Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. Listen, Roadhouse is not Sam a Elliott. good movie. That's Roadhouse is not a good movie, all right? It's not. The Roadhouse. plot is just. They literally did a 45-minute story and just stretched it out into, like, a two-hour movie. Sure. Like, they could have. Dalton comes in. I can fix your bar. Cool. Bad guys come in. Dalton fights them. Then there's bigger bads that come in. He fights them too. Learns a lesson along the way. Gets the girl. You're out in like 35 minutes. There is no need for a two-hour movie. Yeah. Patrick Swayze cannot. But you have to watch Patrick Swayze do yoga for at least 20 minutes in the movie. Well, yeah, that's usually the parts that I watch. But that's that doesn't mean that it's a good it's the movie. The one that does it for me. So, it's 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 not a good movie, but it's still. He's I want a roundhouse. I want a roundhouse kick the shit out of somebody. That's what I want to do. I. I never wanted to rip someone's throat out with my bare hands until uh. I saw Roadhouse. And then I was like, I want to try that. That's uh, from, from a legal standpoint, we have to say that Danny did not actually mean that. And if anybody's throats get ris- ripped out in the near future, Danny's not liable for that. Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. I'm a trained professional. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Heather, you're number three. National Treasure. Yes! Yeah. I love it. Yes! yes. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so great. With the worst best actor ever. Have you guys seen the new Nicolas Cage movie where he plays Nick Cage? Uh, and it's he's all his movies. At, huh? It's all so his movies. Meta. No, it's a new movie where he plays himself as a as a celebrity that's on the out with Hollywood and he's just trying to find that next picture that's going to earn him enough really? money to pay his debts. What is this called? And uh who's the guy that plays uh, the Mandalorian? Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal is a millionaire who just wants Nick Cage to come to his birthday party, and they get in this Are crazy like they get in this crazy adventure. Yes, Ben, look this up. I need to know this movie. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder when they were doing casting if they were saying we really need like a Nicolas Cage type, and then Nicolas Cage came in to to do it, and they're like, they're almost yeah. as you know, good n- as what you we know. What? Nick Cage is like Samuel L. Jackson. They're always going to play themselves in every movie. After top five is over, I'll go over there with Heather and queue it up, and we'll we'll live react to the vi- the trailer. All right, sound good? Sounds good. Cool. All right, uh, Ben's number three is up there somewhere. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, what I was gonna say is Ben had two Edgar Wright movies on his his list. Really, Shaun uh, of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is awesome. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like all like, of the Cornetto trilogy is he's awesome. He's saying like that it's it's it's, it's shitty yeah. but awesome. Right. Like I, this was the what I was saying beforehand, like movies that didn't do well critically and it can sure. have been kind of panned, but they're fucking amazing. Um, Nick Beck's number three was flight of the navigator and Joey's number three was Howard the duck. Nice. Uh, you guys ever seen the original Howard the duck? I have no. not. Okay. Well, check Blake, it out sometime. Blake and I were too, <laughs> too busy getting ass <laughs> or trying to pass <laughs> kindergarten. Uh, it's never anyway. too early to start getting ass, Danny. <laughs> my number three, and please don't yell at me for this, but my number three is X3, ah. The Last Stand. Oh, sorry. Um, while it is an absolute dumpster fire of a movie with no solid plot at all. It's entertaining, though. I love that we get Kelsey Grammer as Beast. 
perfect fan cast scenario where he gets to actually play the character. And we got to see that on screen. That was the first time we saw Beast in the X-Men universe, right? Was he? Yes. He wasn't in two. Nope. It's also the first one where we get is X3 where we get Juggernaut. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm the Juggernaut, juggernaut bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's so much good that came Let out of Let me X3. out of here. I got to pee. Yeah. There's there's a lot of funny was he Oliver Twist there? stuff that came out of X3. Uh, I don't love the movie, but I think. You know, there's some good stuff. It's entertaining. In there. Yeah, I it's mean, entertaining. I'll watch it. Every it was once in a while. super nostalgic from like early day comics, and then also somewhat of the cartoon. The scene where Magneto moves the bridge, and then they all just start fighting on the line and stuff. It's like real life. That's not happening. But it was still pretty. It was still pretty interesting to see. The only thing that I hated about that was the X Men heroes. I never liked that they just wore the jumpsuits and they didn't have individual personalities with that. You mm-hmm. know, because when you start getting the 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 dark suited heroes team when you don't get to you know see them individually just kind of you know ruins it for me. I want to see uh, Wolverine with his yellow and blue. I, I do too, so bad. Yeah, I don't care how cheesy it is. I feel like they could really make a cool. Well, we had that deleted scene in Lo- or, uh, Wolverine. Yes, the Wolverine. The Wolverine, the Wolverine where he had the black and yellow costume. Yep. She gives but, it to him on the suitcase, and actually uh-huh. it looks pretty sick. I it mean, looked pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some some renders right. with him with. Hugh Jackman in the yellow and black Wolverine costume looks pretty awesome. So maybe maybe we'll get that. And... Blake, you're number two. <laughs> Speaking of Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. Ugh. <laughs> I, I, Kate Beckinsale, Van Helsing. I mean, yeah, uh, Hugh I know Jackman. they're bad. Whenever as soon as you say it, I just it's like. Ugh. I I I know it's so bad, but I love it. As a kid, I loved it. Growing up, I'm like, wow, this is really bad. Uh, but I still love to watch it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you got Dra- I was still saying Dracula, Draculia, uh, Draculia, Frankenstein. I mean, Werewolf. Uh, you got all kinds of cool stuff uh, thrown in there. Van Helsing. I I will say that even though it, the movie was kind of centered around it not taking itself too seriously, they still did a decent enough job of representing like Dracula and all that stuff. Like the. Probably the brides were way too over the top cheesy. That yeah. middle fight scene, whatever yeah. he's like in the city square, and they're just like ah, like <laughs> God, this is so stupid. But. So the the Nick Cage movie is the unbearable weight of massive talent. Is the name <laughs> of it? Wow. Oh God, that's gonna be great. Uh, Jared, you're number two. So my number two comes from the classic uh, realm of the '80s with Sylvester Stallone, uh, and it is a movie where he plays a trucker that uh, drives around and does uh, arm wrestling competitions. <laughs> and that, of course, is the classic movie Over the Top. Uh, it's a movie no one should ever watch. I could sum it up to you in five seconds. So yeah. uh, it's it's really – the musical score in that is the real hero because it makes you give a shit about an arm wrestling competition <laughs> uh, when there's just two dudes just doing this. And Sylvester Stallone in a role where he's – you know, I, I don't think he's ever cast in a role where they said, hey, we want you to carry it, you know, as an actor. But, like, in, over the top, they're just like, just sit there, have a blank stare, you know, blank face, don't do anything, you know, and just, just arm wrestle. You know, that's all you got to do. And and you get superpowers by flipping your hat backwards. <laughs> oh, okay. I've not seen it, but I know exactly what movie you're talking yep, about now. That's what happens. Yes. Here's what happens every, every time. Sleeveless button Every time. Yeah, so he's doing this, right? He's doing this, right? And he's he's going and he's struggling he's struggling, and then he and he, for some weird reason like he's allowed to move his hand 
and like flip it backwards and then he and then he does like a weird little if uh, nobody can see me i'm making my fingers weird so over the top you put your thumb over the other yeah. person's thumb and, and then uh, and then all of a sudden he gets him like and there's dudes that are three times as big as him like yeah it's sure. like if jamie lannister I mean, well, arm wrestled the mountain you could do but that. somehow flipped his hat backwards and then was stronger like that's not happening there was also a period in action movies there around the time that over the top came out that they all generally had the same plot with a different physical device like no holds barred with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, and I think there's another Stallone movie in that time period that was kind of the same. Uh, I think there was one for Schwarzenegger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> but there, it was just funny. In like a couple of year period, we got just like all these action. They were like derivative of each other, and each one was worse than the one before. Sure. Uh, but yeah, over the top. Heather, you're number two. Green Lantern. Oh, my God. You like Green Lantern? <laughs> I do. No, she likes I, Ryan I Reynolds. N- I, well, that <laughs> she does love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I knew nothing about the Lanterns before that, so from somebody that knew nothing, it wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Green Lantern's a perfect example of, like, I guarantee you, like, if I was Marvel right now, I would buy the rights to Green Lantern, and then once a year, I would parade it out in the city streets, like, just send it to free to, like, <laughs> TNT and CBS and Fox and just say, play it as much as you want, it's free. And it'd be like like a conquering nation dragging the corpse of the fallen king through the streets going, look, look what you guys did. You failed. You suck. Like, keep keeping your place. Like, that. that's, that's what I'd do with that, because that, that is a terrible movie. Ugh. Jesse Jesse Dew said he did an actual verbal gasp at hearing you say <laughs> Ben Ben said Heather if you weren't so needed for the operation you'd be fired for that one. Yeah. Vic Beck's number two was Mash. Uh, Joey's was Dungeons and Dragons. Ben's is 2001: A Space Odyssey, uh, which I've not seen still Neither. to this day. Dungeons I, and Dragons movie? Yeah, yeah. There's well, actually been a couple of them. Really? There not was recently. I know the there was the, the Warcraft uh, movie that came out. Yeah. But. There was In the Name of the King was a Dungeons and Dragons movie. And then there was one with Marlon Wayans and another white dude. Um, and I you I never actually Marlon saw Wayans it. Marlon is not a white dude, right? No, no, no. Just I'm just saying random white dude. Like, oh. it, he could have been anybody. Joe, uh, Joe Q. White dude? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that was a, a movie. Uh, my number two is Driver with Ryan Gosling. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I, I love that it. movie, actually. Yeah. Um, I actually love the movie so much I read the book afterwards. Huh. And the book is equally as good, if not just a little different. But, yeah, I love Driver. Very uh, nice. Blake, we are down to number ones. Jason Statham's Crank. <laughs> I, I think they're so fun. I love the Crank movies. I mean, like, they're not your typical quality movie at all. It's, you know, completely film differently and you get dwight yokum as a doctor <laughs> yeah it's just random yeah uh but i don't know it, it, it's very fun it's very fun you i laugh all the way through it and then just the, just the freaking adrenaline rush seeing somebody trying to get that adrenaline rush just to stay alive uh it, it's, it's fun i just get so stressed out every time i watch that movie <laughs> yeah it's like it's like that whole hey i'm running late for something you don't have enough time for things but the it's just time. A, like an hour and a half yeah. long movie we're just like shit if you have anxiety, do not watch that movie. Dude, I love the concept of it. Basically, he's a video game character in real life. Yeah. And he's just unstoppable. Like, nothing will stop him. Yeah. yeah. The sequel is even more preposterous, yeah, but yeah. that first one. 
<laughs> Jared, yeah, you're number one. Imagine that happening to you, and then shit happens to you again where you're going to die, and you're like, damn it. Like, how, how do you muster the courage to go? Okay, so I'm not, I don't want to do this like, like last week where I had two number ones, because I don't, but I just thought of one that was really, really good, which is not my number one, but I thought it'd be good. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you remember uh, uh, Gamer? Um, What's With his face? Gerard Butler. Butler. I just Gerard watched Butler. that the other day, actually. What a what a terrible movie, but it's still something you always watch. Like it's definitely it's got, up there. It's got Michael Hall yeah. as the villain with yeah, this yeah. weird southern accent for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and um Terry uh Terry Terry uh, Cruz. Terry Cruz little... Gerard Butler. <laughs> and then the <laughs> He does that. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, the kid from Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. He's yeah. The, the main gamer uh, guy. But so I'm going to get some controversialness on this, and I'm going for bad movies based on the fact that whenever it was released, it didn't do that great. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, and that's Mean Girls. So uh, I know people say that it was really good, but whenever it came out, did not receive the best of welcomes. Uh, but honestly, it holds up for me as one of the best comedies. I love that opening scene. On the eighth day, God created the Remington Bolt Action Rifle so we could hunt the dinosaurs and the homosexuals. <laughs> Jeez. absolutely wrong one of the funniest jokes i ever seen because it's just a bunch of homeschooled kids like and i grew up in a church i know, I know homeschooled kids they're fucking weird uh so that's right up their alley if you're homeschooled i'm sure you're great you're fine everything's good um but yeah one of my favorite things of all time yeah i'm gonna go all right like thanks guys girls. on wednesdays we wear pink <laughs> which is today uh <laughs> heather what's your number two number one shit Twilight. Get get out. <laughs> I've watched it at least twice a year. It's so bad though. You're fine though. The books are good. I think I did sit through the first Twilight movie, but I've not seen any of the ones after that. I can say with great applause that I've never once watched uh Twilight all the way through. I have what, to Blake? tell y'all that I have been to every midnight showing of Twilight movies. <laughs> when they used to let them come out at midnight like the night before. All of them midnight, because you're that big of a fan. Um, no, I mean I I watched them and uh, I read some of the books, but I always had like a group of people to go with. It wasn't it wasn't just because like I had to see it. I feel like it is though. Uh. I I didn't know Blake was homeschooled then. I that's. I would have still made that same joke because I think it holds up. But the Blake's <laughs> were you fine. homeschooled? That's the look on my face while I'm like, yeah, I had no idea when he stopped listening. Listen. I'm not saying all kids that are homeschooled are weirdos. Right, I'm just I was, saying right, I do a lot of it so let me, much. Let me let me say this. I was actually public school half the way and then homeschooled the other half. Oh, boo. That's like Danny the other day was like, I'm Native American. Yeah, whatever. You're like one sixteenth, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Shut up. Like <laughs> I'm like one oh, sixteenth everything. What I can't say I'm Irish now either. No, because you don't say I'm Irish. You always just bring I up do. the Native American thing. I have to say Ben's number one, I agree with. That, that is a guilty pleasure. I do love to watch that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Walk hard, uh, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you can take my kids, but you don't take my monkey. Yeah, uh, Dewey Cox. My favorite line from that is, wrong son died, wrong son died. <laughs> wrong son died. Well, I, the doctor said it's the most he's ever seen anybody get cut in half before. <laughs> You don't want this stuff, do we? I've never it seen this It makes women movie. want you. I'm it makes sex lost. great. But you hey. don't want no part of this. 
Hey, I, sounds like I do. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to take a second and apologize to all the uh, homeschooled kids that I offended tonight. It wasn't my intention, uh, and I'm sorry for whatever you heard. Uh, this is our Jer- first. This is our first YouTube apology thing. Yeah, that we Jared's can do. trying not to get canceled right now. I I really don't care. I just it is making <laughs> Blake. It's cool, man. It didn't bother me. Yeah, you grew up weird. We get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Beck's number one is Blazing Saddles, which I love that movie. Especially, particularly my favorite scene when Mongo punches the horse out. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben's number one was the Dewey Cox story. Ben, uh, Joey's number one is Spaceballs. Am I missing anybody? I think Jesse I gave us an awkward yet. silence. <laughs> <laughs> and my number one, my favorite movie of all time, The Crow. Uh, I love the movie. I love the comics, but I love the movie more. Um but the movie's production was troubled from the beginning, including the death of Brandon Lee as he was filming the movie. Um, it was the first time that they had to CGI an actor's head onto somebody else's body to finish a film, uh, and it's not done well. Uh, there's a lot of mistakes and errors in the movie where they leave things in that they shouldn't have that was just things that were missed in editing and filming. And, in, in, you know, on my six or seven hundredth time through, it's hard not to notice these things. Uh, that being said, I can quote the movie from beginning to end, line for line. Uh, False. Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. Mike Challenge. The, I think Brandon Lee was home. Challenge. Challenge. You, go, you don't just get just to say that, and, and we're all just going to believe you. Challenge. What am I supposed to do? I just challenge shoot a movie from beginning to end? To, to quote the, the Crow from beginning to end on, okay. on live recording. And I, if you do, you can win a prize. But if not, you don't get a prize. You I accept. A prize. I accept. Not now, obviously, but I accept. Patreon content. You don't just get to say some <laughs> shit like that. I can, I can say the entire encyclopedia. But you can. Uh, Mike Casey, uh, owner of Drop the Mic DJ Service and one of our sponsors, uh, is in the comments. He said his number one has got to be Muppet Treasure Island. Huh. Oh, wow. Which the one, the, I the, love that were, movie. The Pirates, right? The Muppets yeah. were pirates? Yeah. I've not Island. seen that in years. But anyway, so <laughs> this has been our top five. Uh, guys, just feel free to drop your top five list in the comments. Uh, we will definitely go over them as you post them and then probably make Facebook comments on them. So um, thank you so much. We'll be back in a second. I don't know what I'm doing. Like we're leaving or something. Top five. We do need to pick our top five for two weeks from now. Yep. Because, oh, uh, we are not going to be live next week. I mentioned that previously, but we will have a video going up, uh, but it will not be live. Just a heads up to everyone. I love you. So this is going to be our last top five of 2021. We got another one. No, right? yeah, we'll have another one. Oh, we will? I think so. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, we have another that, one. The 29th. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Next, next one will be our last one of 2021. Yes, yes. This That's is our last one. Yeah. We're really so. hitting all, on all cylinders right now. Killing guys. it right now, guys. Yeah. Great. Uh, so Riveting stuff. Top five for New Year's. We should do. So what should we do? Let's come back to it because yeah, I feel like we're, we're not going to do it and we're going to have another 30 seconds of us Probably just staring at silence. each other. Let's, let's think about it I while we're doing other you, things. So what about Hawkeye Episode 5? What about it? Oh my god! If yeah. you haven't seen Hawkeye, uh, this episode five, you Spoiler should probably uh, not listen for a few minutes because there are spoilers. It was a very 
exciting I, episode. Probably, do you think it was more pivotal than last week's episode or just kind of playing off that? Because, I mean, we got to see, uh, and we're going to start talking about spoilers, so definitely get off this. Yeah, one. spoiler alert if you've not seen it. So in episode I think four, more pivotal. we got Yelena, uh, yes. uh, Scarjo, or Black Widow's sister, uh, yep. and she was making good on uh, the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier right. uh, yep. for coming. Black Widow. Huh? The end of Black Widow. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, I'm so stupid. I'm a stupid boy. Uh, at the end of Black Widow to try to kill Clint Barton for, you know, what she thinks was murdering her sister. Uh, so we got to see a lot more screen time with her. Uh, you know, she's still trying to kill Clint and may succeed. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't put it past Marvel to honestly kill uh, kill Hawkeye off in the next episode. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to get home in time for his family I hope for so. Christmas. I really hope so. This is supposed to be a feel-good family Christmas thing And the last episode's on Christmas week. So are you going to kill Hawkeye on Christmas and just yeah. break our Christmas and down? I've, I mean, <laughs> I've seen them say uh, that they want people to watch this every Christmas as a, just like uh, a Christmas okay. experience. Yeah. So like next Die Hard. Yeah, I don't think they're going to kill him off. But So, go ahead. Kingpin. That was... Kingpin. Yes, so yeah. it's still uh, shot. I not- do just want to say Florence Pugh as Yelena was so fun. Her and Kate uh, talking and getting to kind of rap and, and, and eat macaroni. Know each other, eating macaroni. Uh, there was some reference to Black Widow. Mm. Um, opening scene showed her being blipped out and blipped back. Yeah, I love like how that. they did that. That's the first time we've actually got to see a person from that standpoint, like wh- what it felt like to them. I felt like that was really creative. Like I, I love how it was just kind of like that. It wasn't yeah. even like, you know, with uh, Monica Rambeau, she, you know, she was laying in a hospital bed, so it was kind of a blackout moment for her. This was, I mean, just an instant and just a transformation. Yep. With a five-year jump. Yep. Just, that was, yeah, that was in. beautiful. Uh, to answer your question, Mike, uh, the Patreon is live. It has been live for a couple of weeks now. Um, the full video of our one-chip challenge is on there. Um, and then I have some other videos that I am about to post up uh, that we've been working on. Uh, also, I have a theory on the watch because you know the watch is pretty much the biggest mystery we have now left of the show, really. Correct. Uh, you know he, he's talking about. I know that's who killed Echo's dad. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of. But anyway, what about the watch? We know Kingpin had him killed. So, and actually, wait, Kingpin was on the show, right? And he killed Echo's dad, right? Or had him killed. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the watch. I know last week I said something about scrolls. Uh, I just might be way out there, I know. And they may never bring this man back. What if it's Coulson's watch? He's the one that's undercover, and he's been out of the scene for a while. And they're not wanting to blow him his cover because this is actually going to go ahead and say, we're going to say, you know, because, I mean, he said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did happen, but let's kind of forget about it in the MCU. So what if this is actually a nod to Coulson being alive? And this watch is Coulson because if you actually look back in the MCU movies, Coulson wears a Rolex. Well... I didn't consider that. I think that, so, I think that would be fun. So like if, let's let's take a step back and say, what do you think is in the watch? Uh, it's got to be some form of information, or, or it yeah. is a key to unlock okay. something. Keep big. talking about this. I'm going to set that video up. Sure. Oh, cool. Well, well like Kosin knew everything. He had sure, information. Sure, sure. Everything. You know, he was furious. Pretty much right hand man. Yeah. So I think I think it was like a database, like you know, some kind of you know computer built in it with all the information he needed. You know, like when he was traveling around looking for you know Milnor uh, and all, all the other Avengers and tracking them down. <laughs> uh, 
So I mean, the only thing that I would say that I wouldn't think that they would make it Coulson is because he uh, he died at the end of Phase One. So we've had. Well, we thought he did, but. Well, yeah, but if if you didn't watch Agents of Shield, which is most people, sure. you didn't really get that whole right. setup. Um, but like even in that, like it's been two phases since he hasn't been relevant within the MCU. Right. So it, I feel like that's a strange pull. I mean, but, it very but well could be. Also, think about this: Have you realized that all all the stuff in uh, Phase Four they have recently been relating everything back to 2012 sure. uh, Battle of New York. I mean, I mean Loki was Battle of New York. Black Widow, I think, says something about Battle of New York. There's like five different instances where Battle of New York has been mentioned over the past year now. Ooh, I have a theory. What's that? Um, Did you say the name of this one? Hey, who, Danny, who was the uh, Robert Redford's character in uh, uh, I don't uh, Winter Soldier? Ben, could you look that up name. for me real fast? Uh, uh, Secretary... Uh, Price? Yes. So, so he was the head of Hydra at that time. Right. What if that was his watch? Alexander Price? What if that's his pri- his his watch, and it's got Hydra secrets and stuff on it, and it's been in cold storage for in the Avengers vault for? Well, they said somebody's been out of the game for a while, and it would blow his cover. Would they really care about Alexander Price's his cover? Because well, he did. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, I don't know. We can hear that. But there's I so mean, there's so many things that could be. I think whatever it is, it's going to tie in. Most likely to Hawkeye's season two, but maybe even into introducing new I don't, uh, I don't. short miniseries for new characters. Because if King if Kingpin gets the identities of some maybe undercover agents or something, you've opened up the entire street level hero group from the Marvel universe. Right. So you have you know you have uh, Daredevil, you have Elektra, you have Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones. You right. got all the all those types of characters, which would be right in Kingpin's range of people to be messing with. Right. So maybe season two's they they're trying to go through and. Um, I think I think that you know you know Danny. It's hard for us to talk whenever you got this weird ass audio in the way. Spoilers. So, so I don't Look hear no, I don't hear no nobody, audio. Nobody can hear this. But Guys, yeah. I'm hearing some weird ass audio, and it so, is very unpleasant. Uh, and, uh, back to the season two thing. I don't think they're going to do a season two. I don't think yeah, most of the Disney Plus shows are going to have season twos. I think like you know like Wandavision, the follow up with it's going to be you know House of Harkness. Sure. Uh, you know, follow up with Hawkeye is going to be Echo. Uh, I really think that they're going to not really try to do season twos on a lot of these. You know, Loki, yeah, we're getting a season two, and I think that's the only thing that's been confirmed for a second season sure. named the same thing. Yeah. Because I think they want to really focus on these characters and, and the ones that are going to matter and then just have the characters have their own season. Sure. And then, and then keep building up with that. And I mean, on character it, building. And we could even be introduced to a mini series for any number of those New York oh, heroes yeah. because we've already been gotten confirmed that Daredevil is back in the MCU right. uh, or or his show was in the uh, MCU uh, so I mean we could potential we could potentially with Kingpin revitalize Daredevil's show and also the Punisher if they bring back John Barenthal they're right. able to kind of add those three together back in because I mean honestly they could just do one show with both of them uh, and then have Kingpin be the big bad and then you want to do our two minute segment after dark I mean it's perfect time to do it you want to you want to do after dark uh, yeah I don't know. Danny, how much time do we have? We're trying to do After Dark over here. So. Welcome back to Comically Inclined After Dark. I'm your host, Jared, and sitting next to me is the sexiest man alive, and that's Blake Hickman. Blake, how's it hanging tonight? I, uh, I would say, you know, great things. Yeah? A little, little to the left? Uh, maybe, you know. Uh, so, it's, it's not all hanging like, you know, 
We don't know if they can hear you or not. Oh, you guys can't hear us? Everyone, nod in the chat if you can hear us. I don't think everybody can hear us because Ben said sexy but homeschooled. Yeah, yeah Ben can hear us. <laughs> ben, Ben's Thank telepathically you. hearing <laughs> us right here. So uh, uh, every time Danny messes with the computers, we have uh, audio uh, problems. So right now we're watching Danny frantically try to <laughs> type on the computer things. Are you guys getting anything on the headphones while you're talking? We're not getting anything yeah. on the headphones. I mean, our voices. Not you. I can't uh, hear anything right okay. now, Danny. Uh, so, but uh, also, guys, uh, we're gonna Blake and I are gonna start a uh, secondary podcast called Comically Inclined After Dark, and it's gonna be all about, uh, I'd say, uh, the things that you really want to hear. Yeah, it's the it's, things that your mind's thinking. Yeah, we're gonna go over a lot of Kama Sutra poses. Oh yeah, uh, you know how to ten episode. Yeah, yeah, how to guaranteed pick up uh, somebody of your desired well, sex. Actually, that's sure. gonna be our top five yeah. for that segment. Is a top five. Com- yeah. Kama Sutra. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, top five Kama Sutra. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so it basically, it's it's just going to be adult talk. Blake and I got a lot of years. Yep. Uh, you know, we are we both. Have, uh, we have a lot of experience we want to share with people. Yep, uh, yep. Just want to help everybody's lives. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> just going to be doing things and such. That was just a teaser, so. Just a teaser. Stay well, in tune. I mean, our entire podcast is going to be a tease, because <laughs> yeah. we also will be getting uh, progressively more naked uh, throughout it, but it's mm. going to be an audio-only podcast, so that's going to be weird, but. Yeah, uh, yeah that would be weird. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> would be, what a weird, what a weird thing. Uh, we're completely naked, oh, but oh, it's hey, just all audio. Also, back to Hawkeye. So, Jack Duquesne. All right. Is he bad? And she, I don't think he I, is at or is, all. Or does she frame him? I think one hundred percent Jack Duquesne. Duquesne, because great work, guys. So, so, it's, so when he said the phrase, "I've never worked a day in my life," right? That to me was literally the indication where they were like, "This guy's not a bad guy. He's literally a, a socialite that's just." He's eccentric. He likes right. swordplay, whatever, and he doesn't. And have that any was in her system, so she could put anybody's name in her system. She could do whatever she wanted up. to. And the fact that her mom, <sighs> after he got arrested, and she didn't lift a finger. She she's a head of a of a private security right. firm, and she's like, oh yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah, like, and then she just went straight to Vinny D. Yeah, and then she went so. yeah to to Kingpin. Like he's he's definitely a pawn. Uh, she's either the sole head of the uh, tracksuit mafia or she is with it with somebody else. Uh, I think we're going to get some sweet, sweet sword master action in the end of the series. Oh, that would mm-hmm. be cool. If I he mean, fought I, don't, I don't see why we, sure. how they couldn't do that by putting a character like that in. Well. So, Blake, I know that uh, I'm a big fan of uh, DC Comics. Uh, I love Batman. For your I love... <laughs> I got you, Danny. Image... <laughs> Valiant, uh, big fan of Wildstorm, you know. But you feel a particular way about your I do. your comic books. I do. And what is that? Uh, there's only one way, actually. And yeah, I have to make that? my Marvel, so. So, one more week after this week on Avengers Disassembled. I promise. Uh... We have the Avengers finale, and then I went ahead and did uh, issues two, three, and four with the Captain America segment. We did the first Captain America, and then we drifted off to some other characters. So this is kind of wrapping up the Avengers and wrapping up the Captain America. We'll finish off two weeks from now with the Fantastic Four. So pretty much the Avengers one. Everybody knows how exciting Fantastic Four comics are. Wow. Anyway. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. Is it? Fantastic Four. No. I almost put that on my list. Uh Oh, oh no! Which, no I, it was a joke. Was it Dawn of the Silver Surfer? Oh yeah, ew! The big cloud. 
Uh, no, I like Lawrence Fishburne. Shame Sil- on you. I like Lawrence Fishburne's Silver Surfer. I genuinely I really do. got a little upset. Like I, I genuinely mm. wished for your unhappiness. I right was homeschooled. What do you expect? So yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. I mean, let's get this over with. <laughs> whatever. But you had one of those. So pretty much the uh, the last Avengers finale. Rocking horse with a mop for hair. Uh, I had one of those. Anyways. Cool. All right. So, hey, anyway. Tony is pretty much saying, "Hey, everything's destroyed." I mean, uh, over the past, y'all know the Avengers Mansion, everything's destroyed from what we talked about. He's like, "Hey, I'm done funding this. We don't know that he's given up being Iron Man, doing any public service, anything like that." So one by one, it shows every Avenger quitting, agreeing to quit. Uh, why? It's, why things bothered them? Why they can't do no more after Wanda affected them? Come to find out, Wanda did not die. She just had a nervous breakdown and is down for the count. Off of yeah, I think that leads into House of M. I think gotcha. Avengers Disassembled leads leads into House of gotcha. M. So this is pre House of M. Oh, we kind of went backwards. That's all right though. Uh, so everybody's given up, and then it just uh, everybody just reminisces and recaps all the battles that they've all done together over the years. Uh, and then at the very end, Cap's like, "Hey, never expected everybody, you know, to quit and do this. So I'm gonna go back and do my own thing." And everybody dissipates, and that's the end of the Avengers finale on the Avengers Disassembled. Then it also <laughs> they just they they just all quit and then yeah. they just fade they, to black. Like Captain Britain's like, well, I guess I'm gonna go back to London. Thanks for what y'all taught me. And like uh, Hawkeye walks off the football field. Hawkeye's dead. But <laughs> no, <laughs> you forget about me. Um, she Hulk, you know, she had that big <laughs> rampage. She's back to her normal human self. She's sure. done she, hulking out. She says. I mean, for now everybody's done. They say because she's fully hulked out in the comics now. She's she's really? the Avengers version of the Hulk. Let me, let me ask you a, a hard hitting question: How sure. much money do you think Iron Man spent over the years funding the Avengers? He actually mentioned that he's like, y'all don't understand how much money I've put in funding y'all, yeah. paying y'all, and then paying for all these damages. He's like, this damage is so great, I can't recover from it, so I'm just not going to do it. Because in in the in the Marvel universe, he maybe ten to twelve billion. It fluctuates, but he's not like he's not like T'Challa wealthy. Like T'Challa's like like half a trillion dollar wealth, maybe even more, quite honestly. But like, like it's just crazy, you know. Like he's he all this technology, all this stuff, and he's doing it based off of you know whatever he has from this company. Like he doesn't have fu money, but like, God, that'd be stressful. And like having a bunch of a bunch of little kids that like keep coming home and go, we destroyed another city. You're like, well, cool. Well, I'll pay for it, I guess, and then yeah. you just you know go on to the next day. Well, that's what so, insurance is for. There's no insurance company in the world that well, premiums are like a million dollars Avengers a insurance, minute, like yeah. in the comics. Uh-huh. But anyway, so uh, that that is the Avengers finale. So it picks back up with issue number two, back to the Captain America story, which follows the Avengers finale. Uh, Does he go back in time and find Peggy no, Carter and no? Uh, they're at they're at a baseball game with that that Diamondback girl I told you about from the first issue. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Baltrock the Leafer uh, shows they're up. They're doing it. Yeah. No, That's... not ba- not not Cap and Batrock. Cap yeah. and Diamondback. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, pops up in the middle of a baseball game. They fight. Batrock runs off. Uh, come find out, Red Skull sent him. Uh, so we we know the girlfriend's working for Red Skull undercover. So he gives her this little vial. Hey, slip it to champagne when you're getting ready to screw him, and that'll kill him. Said and done. L- literally, she's like, "Hey," he's like, "I'm not trying to eat." He's like, "I should have brought a bigger glass of wine." Walks off. She pours it in there. He goes to put it up to his lip when he comes back, and just so happily, when he goes to take a drink, 
the serpent uh, society of serpents or whatever serpent, serpent society. society yeah they bust in <laughs> the, the super secret serpent society <laughs> they That's bust in to inter you know intervene and uh, they tie them up they're fixing the uh bed captain america off to his highest bidder they end up escaping kicking their ass uh she helps and uh he's like all impressed about how much ass she's kicking because it's kind of abnormal the way she's she's doing it so uh she decides that that ladies don't throw punches that's that's the way the comic was wrote yeah cat i mean caps from the 20s you know like women didn't do stuff like that back then (laughs) no so after he saves, they save each other. But you know, she sees how much he cares for her. She decides to turn back from Red School and be like, "I'm not going to kill him. He does love me." So right. that, well, <laughs> I would, I would say like it's hard to save the relationship after that part. <laughs> so Red School literally reaches out, grabs her neck, snaps, and kills her. Well, never mind. Yep, <laughs> that happens. You know, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He ends up busting in the uh, the apartment. Kills her and then uh, starts fighting Cap. Cap's losing, getting his ass kicked. Uh, he's actually about to kill Cap against the Red Skull. Yep. Wow. The Red Skull is like monstrous, like just grotesque, wearing some like uh, AI armor or some kind of armor or whatever. Uh, I mean, he's pretty beefy in this. Uh, so, anyways, and then out of the blue, the girlfriend he killed pops up out of the rubble and uh, takes down Red Skull, saves Cap. So. Then uh, the senator that you know that wanted Captain America to speak for him that was you know all that him and Red Skull were in cahoots together. Boom! Here comes Nick Fury coming down their big uh, ship out of the sky, the helicarrier. The helicarrier, yes. And uh, <laughs> it just they they pretty much put, flying <laughs> turtle that yes. goes into the sky. <laughs> they end up uh, putting cuffs on Red Skull. Sky ships. And uh, he's like, this don't make sense. Cap's like, why is she alive? She got killed. Why is there metal showing through her skin now? Well, Nick Fury created an AI robot that looked like Diamondback. This whole time, it was not Diamondback. It was an AI robot that doesn't even Cap, know. Can't be fucking a robot? A, it was but, a life model decoy. Yeah, but it didn't even know it was a robot because it had a brain scan copied of Diamondback and programmed into there. Where where did they get a robot that would do that? <laughs> that's so that's so bad. What? But where where would they do that at? Yeah, if, where if would someone, you, is that if, something if, that if someone wants online? to buy one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. like yeah, shield.com. I mean, who? I have to look this up. I so yeah, it's so disgusted. <laughs> Red School and the senator's plot was foiled. Uh, they were both arrested, uh, and the real Diamondback comes down off the uh, helicarrier, and her and Cap walk off into the sunset together. Like at what point was she replaced? Uh, the whole time it was ne- never her. Mid penetration, the, the whole time she was replaced. Red, Red School didn't even know that it was not the real Diamondback that he was using. It, so, uh, just a just a little segue into our comically inclined after dark. We will be talking in our next episode about whether or not Captain America uses the shield during sex. So that's a nice <laughs> little preview for that. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> It absorbs vibrations. Our next make so mine or not? He put he puts it. You remember the uh, the the pillow you put behind your headboard so that way nobody could hear the. Oh. that's what he does. It's the perfect pillow for for non uh, movement. The of vibranium the shield absorbs the sound. He's so smart. <laughs> that's especially the way he uh, does it. You know, <laughs> with the super soldier serum, he could do this all day, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's wrapping this segment up on this, and then the following one we have will be Fantastic Four, and that will be done with Avengers Assembled. And that is this week on Make Mine Marvel. Mm. 
And we're back. Uh, just to talk more about sex robots, though. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's. You think we'll fill out the next twenty-ish minutes of uh, content with just sex robots? Or is that a serious question? <laughs> if we're gonna talk about sex robots, let's get to the origin of what that word, you know, what those words really mean. I mean, we could talk about the origin of robots. We could talk about the origin of sex. But I think what we should really do is start talking about the integration between robots, the original, you know, style of mechanicalness and sex. In so, uh, I mean, it's probably with the original creation of, uh, you know, battery-powered uh, pleasure pleasure toys. Um, you know, now they're getting into uh, more Bluetooth version of those, and I'd, I'd assume soon, whenever they integrate AI into uh, this type of stuff, that they'd be well, able to. Um, Get it very intuitive and, uh, you know, learn a person's uh, needs and desires. And, yeah, yeah. So. Are you guys well, done? Well, well, I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I don't want to shit on your car. segue there. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the, the Tesla bot is supposed to be, is guaranteed to be out by 2023. Um, and I can't see that an AI personal helper robot in your house won't at some point be modded for people, <clears throat> especially people with that kind of money, to also... <sighs> You, pleasure you sexually ever since the mid 90s the 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 pornography industry is the real mover of technology dvds yeah, blues versus blue blu-ray uh you you know you get all these different things like it, it is one of the it's really sad but it's one of the world's like biggest resources and availability for you know money making stuff like it's a billions and billions of dollars every single year industry because everybody's a bunch of fucking perverts you know <laughs> so anytime they come up with any idea they have to be thinking how can we get how can we have somebody stick their penis inside this because you're gonna make <laughs> you're gonna make billions of dollars that so. is the oldest question that man has ever asked can i can i put my dick in it yeah <laughs> it's well. literally the the motivation of everything although you know it's kind of an interesting scenario like do you think and this is this is not what this podcast is about at all but uh do you think that if they ever came up with sex robots that that would help with people's like mental health and different things because i think a lot of times you know a lot of people do doing weird shit it's because they you know you get some creepy pervert that can go have sex with a robot in the safety of his own house there's gonna be a lot of kids thankful that he's not you know combing the streets and doing stuff <laughs> that's how i you know Maybe it's a good thing that we have sex robots. I don't know. You. Br- I want to you know. If you're, are y'all talk- done? You yeah, made me. Are y'all done? No, not you nearly. You made me done. talk about Jared, this, and done? I did it, and now you're going. Jared, don't don't ask done? me to do this shit. Don't Jared, ask me to are do you it. Done? Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> this is not my fault. All your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm just saying that's a viable question uh, to ask. Oh, so this week on Are You Done? Danny and Jared take schoolyard arguments and they bring them to the table and argue, and you vote to see who wins. This week, Danny is doing Green Arrow and Jared is doing Hawkeye. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I'm doing Green Arrow, but I'm definitely arguing for it. I'm going to represent Hawkeye. Danny's yeah. going to represent Green Arrow. <laughs> Unless, of course, Tesla comes out with a Green Arrow robot that you can have sex with in 2023, which is perfectly okay and natural. So you do whatever you want. So, yeah. All right. I mean, if that's I had gonna, if I had the money, I'd you know that's buy gonna be the new version of OnlyFans. They'll come out with robots that are like 
you know, look like whatever, and then you know you have to pay a monthly subscription for that shit. We're, uh, That's we're gonna so, happen. We're a certain level of basement dwelling nerd that we've been talking about this as long as we have, you know, like that. Th- this piques our interest. But anyway, I mean, Green just, Arrow. Yes. On the other hand, I'm not that excited about this one. That's why I want to talk about anything else. Hell yeah, Green Arrow versus Hawkeye. Let's yeah. do it. I'm too, super excited. All right, Danny, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Game so, go. Green Arrow, the Emerald Archer, the original arrow-slinging superhero, predates Hawkeye and Marvel. You know, it's it's well known that the comic companies borrow back and forth from each other, and Hawkeye is a direct ripoff of the Green Arrow character. Um, gifted his longbow by Howard Hill, the legendary bowman Jesus who uh, hunted every form of big game on the planet with a longbow and set a Guinness Book World Record drawing a longbow at a 124-pound pull to kill an African elephant. Gifted his longbow to Oliver Queen shortly before their shipwrecked, and he was stranded on an island where he had to use the bow to find a way to survive with. And became the greatest archer to ever live. And Green Arrow is known as one of, and at one time, the greatest martial artist in the DC universe, topping even Batman as the greatest hand-to-hand combatant. I didn't know if this was Howard Hill versus Hawkeye or what. Jesus Christ. All right, Jared, you ready? He's like, oh, yeah, this guy's an idol. He killed an Howard African elephant. <laughs> Jesus. So great. All right, Jared, yeah, and dude. let's sure. go. So I have uh, Hawkeye, uh, a.k.a. Clint Barton, uh, known in the MCU, in MC or Marvel Universe as the greatest archer of, of all time. Uh, Clint Barton was originally uh, raised after being an abusive family by uh, circus performers. That's where he learned how to shoot from a very early age, uh, learned how to master his craft uh, and become the world's greatest archer. Uh, He was picked up eventually by S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, and became one of their uh, agents, trained by some of the best fighters in the world, including Captain America, uh, to learn how to fight. Uh, This guy is uh, a member of... Uh, a, a good standing member of the Avengers and also, uh, you know, a pretty damn good archer. Not only just an archer, but he has uh, great weapon profi- proficiency in many uh, different weapons. Is also a, uh, a very uh, powerful hand-to-hand uh, combat. Also can pull a bow 250 pounds. Howard Hill, Howard Hill was 124. All right. <laughs> You bitch. <laughs> listen, listen, could uh, you get off your freaking high horse about Howard Hill? Nobody cares about Howard right, Hill. Oh, hey, oh, talk oh, about oh, hey, Green hey, Arrow. You don't want to be, bro. It's like, it's like. Hey, he's on. one of my oh, idols. Oh, oh. Let's start the two minute thing. Y'all can argue oh, I, before we cut I, each other it's off. Like, it's like, it's like so, it's a ready? wrestling match. Right, it's the Undertaker and his, uh, his manager, too. <laughs> yep. All right. Go. Listen, dude. I have two key facts for you, okay? Okay, hit me. Okay. Uh, you know, this whole uh, hand-to-hand combatant thing, I genuinely believe that Hawkeye is the superior archer because he yeah, has shown... Yeah, you would say that. He has shown to have the ability to be a marksman not just with arrows but with 
a plethora of things. Whereas Green Arrow has not shown the same proficiency. He is a he is an archer through and through. Yeah, so Hawkeye and can oddly in a battle of the archers, he's the better archer. I mean, I don't think that's true a hundred percent. But I also think that Hawkeye would win in a hand to hand competition. I think the whole fact that that the uh, that DC made him the world's best hand to hand fighter is absolute BS. Uh, it was done oh, to give matter. a boring, canon. dumb character a chance to actually be relevant in a world of crazy, you know, godlike beings, you know, and, and monsters. Uh, in in well, you, you know, you brought up Captain America training Hawkeye in hand to hand combat, but Batman and Captain America fought hand to hand at one time, and they were evenly matched. And oh at God. one point, you Green know, Arrow you know was that the was better. All, you know that all that was fighter. was just media hyperbole. Your two hundred and fifty pound draw on a bow is also bullshit. There's, that's, that's not bullshit. Not that's canonical. Possible that is for a normal human maybe being for somebody to do. In, the, in the DC universe. No, it is for anyone. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe Hawkeye's not. not a super soldier. Listen, that is an amount of power you cannot pull with listen, one arm. Listen here, here nobody can physically. Here's why I think that. Hawkeye would win in a fight, Blake, is right. I think <laughs> I I think that in the War of Arrows, if they're shooting arrows, Hawkeye has the superior arrows. Shown in this uh, this the fourth episode of Hawkeye, but also shown canonically in the comics, he has pin particle arrows, which are able to enlarge, multiply, or decrease the size. It of doesn't a lot matter of if you're the better archer, <laughs> listen, listen, and you're the listen, better combatant. When we're talking about the better we're, we're fighting, talking about tools and the train, you've been trained that, to fight. That, like that, that is a huge. Right, that is yes. a huge uh, benefit. You get thirty seconds apiece. Danny, let's go. 250-pound draw on a fucking <laughs> recurve bow is impossible. Nobody's doing yeah, that. Being better you don't than... get to talk now. Being no. be- you don't get to talk now. Sure. I want more time. You, uh, That's an impossibility. So that is just the instance of a writer who doesn't know shit about archery making an incredibly high amount of draw strength on a bow. That's stupid. Uh, Green Arrow, night after night, shoots a 120-pound pull bow, and it made his arms so strong that he choked out Solomon Grumdy with his two bare hands and a bowstring, which is on Hulk's strength level. All right, Jared. Yeah, go ahead. Finish us all. Ready to go? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. Okay, you know, so Green Arrow may have these weirdly great feats where he choked out a near mortal being, you know, that can take on Superman. My character is a little different. He is a down-to-earth hero that doesn't embellish bullshit based on what the writers decide they want to do. And I swear to God, if you talk, I'll come across this table. <laughs> this guy well, is... Well, you talk during mine. Is a, like it's, this guy... I'm ready. ...is the better bowman. He's Whenever the better hand-to-hand fighter. He's got the better weaponry, and he doesn't have to worry about weird plot armor that the DC has. My God. <laughs> I think, I think he's the, the term, best combatant in the. I in think the, the term plot armor should be an instant disqualification. I'm sorry, being on an island for five years does not give you the the acumen to be the best fighter in the world. Like, there's that's some bullshit. Hey, Jared, dude. are you done? I I'm not done, but I'll uh, end it. Cause, well, I think yeah. you are. I got I got a lot of a little sauce inside. I think this was the most aggressive. Are you done that y'all have had yet? And we're back. <laughs> I'm just listen. I was waking for him to pull. Listen, up bow and week arrow after week, you. Danny pulls these weird. 
oh, this guy did this and Howard Hill and weird stuff. <laughs> I'm bringing facts. I'm telling you what the guy can do. And Danny's just saying he once choked out a dude. Cool. You know, I could write a storyline where, where Green Arrow uh, kicks the shit out of Santa Claus. I could write a storyline uh, where Hawkeye draws a 250-pound you know? bow nightly over and over Which, again. Okay. There's no it, fucking let, way. You, hold on one second. Blake, you answer this You answer this seriously. And, and, and Do you know who Solomon Grundy is? No. Jesus Christ. Um, give him another. Can we say the Hulk? Yeah. Is that close? Okay, you know who the Hulk is, right? Yes. Which one do you think is more plausible? That Hawkeye can pull a bow with 250-pound pressure or that Green Arrow could choke out the Hulk? I don't feel like Green Arrow could choke out the Hulk. <laughs> Thank well, you. Solomon Grundy. I'm living in the real world, dog. You're Hulk, living in a world strong. You're living in a world where a a human non-enhanced man. Your argument is this, that this man can choke out a superhero. That dude's still gonna you... die to a fucking arrow to the chest. Hawkeye's a superior archer. He is a superior <laughs> archer. He's been doing it since he was a kid. So I just, you know, Hawkeye's also a villain. He was a villain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're saying Green Arrow is superhero. That dude murdered the shit out of a lot of people. Yeah, but he's a hero for sure because he's always been good. Thank you, Nick. As an archer and a boyer, there's no way a bow 250 pounds could ever exist. Hey, Nick, is there a way that a human man could choke out a supernatural being that literally could lift mountains? Yeah, I Solomon don't think Grundy so. Solomon Grundy cannot lift mountains. <laughs> Bullshit, Solomon Grundy, strong as, hey, strong wh- as fuck. What are y'all thinking next week on Are You Done? <laughs> next segment. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> hey, top five. Someone said earlier, what about top five MCU moments? So I, I saw that. Uh, I think it was Ben, actually. And yeah, was I was ben. thinking top five, not MCU Marvel. moments, but top five nerd moments from the last year. Okay. Moments in okay. From the last do you want to do moments yeah, in for the last year? Because it's our last episode of 2020. Okay. So. Okay. 2021. So only I know what year. It only is. this past year we can moments yeah. in this year. Yep. So Things so what does that include? That includes all of the uh, mini series that we've had. Whatever. Uh, Black Widow, Eternals, news reports, things that have dropped. No way home. Trailers. Is it all yeah. Marvel or nerd anything? Anything. Okay. Cool. The time I, mean, I beat Danny. I guess and a little more selection. Yeah. Our celebration of Tesla. Uh, officially announcing their sex robots. <laughs> Listen, uh, if Elon Musk starts listening to this and he gets that idea, I want at least like 10%. Yeah, cut us in, bro. Cut no, us in. No, cut me in. Fuck this. I'm going to quit the podcast. I'm, I'm the one that brought up the Tesla bot. Why would we cut you in? Because I'm the one that started talking about sex bots. You said a fact. I'm, I'm an innovator. Hey, question. Oh, my God. What, what about Aquaman versus Namor? No. No? Namor would beat the shit out of I just don't want to do it. No, yeah, okay. there's not I don't care enough about those two characters. There's not oh, so it's going to be characters you care about. Well, if I'm going to have to argue about him, yeah, I'd like to give a shit. Hey, I have an argument that's very close to my heart that I would I would like to have, uh, and you can tell me whether or not you uh, – I want to argue who would win in a fight between uh, The Flash and Nightcrawler, subset who would win in a race around the world. I don't want to do that one either. Well, how about Chewbacca and Harry and the Hendersons? What? Chewbacca versus Bigfoot? <laughs> That was a joke. Anyway. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're so stupid. Well, I was homeschooled, Let's so. See. Are you done next week? <laughs> or two weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Lobo versus Cosmic Ghost Rider? I was thinking something with Lobo, Nick, so that's that's really good. So X-Men versus Avengers would be a good one. Uh, 
X Men versus Avengers would be good. Be very except detailed. They released an X Men versus Avengers comic series a couple of years back, so we've kind of seen that on the page. Who won? Uh, Wonder Woman versus Black Widow. That's Wonder Woman all day. There's there's no way. I just I just want to. That's Wonder Woman all day. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she's a superpowered. She's a Greek yeah. goddess against a human. Yeah, no. Well, that's uh, like Thor well, versus Green Arrow. Black I mean, he choked Widow. out. Yeah, Green Solomon Arrow choked. Grundy. Green Arrow Fuck choked me. out Solomon Grundy. So, see, see, this is what's wrong with my opponent here. Is he makes these wild accusations about how such and such character choked out such and such character, but then whenever you say something like like Wonder Woman versus Black Widow, it's like that can't happen. She's a human woman. This is this woman's superpower. What if Black Widow can choke the shit out of Wonder Woman? She can get choked. I, she might uh, be into it. I'm just saying that's all. That's all my argument that I'm going to need is if Scarlet or uh, Black Widow can get behind Wonder Woman and choke her out, it's game over. There you go. So anyway, <laughs> I like Brittany Shelton. I've never met her, but uh, I feel like we're becoming fast friends. Yeah. So you love you anyone trying to take the piss out of me. Um, that is correct. Uh, let's see. Uh, so. I Let's do Santa Claus versus Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus is one if of the most powerful beings in the universe. Like, if I can, it. if I can have Santa Claus from the Lobo versus Lobo Kill Santa Claus comic, I'd be in. He's a total badass. Oh my god. Um, let's say the Spirit versus Spawn. Let's come back to it for a second. Let's. Well, let's uh fucking uh, why don't we do Ghost Rider versus Spawn? Cool. You in? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Who's Blake? who's who? Blake, I'll let you pick. Mm. Who's got whom? <clears throat> I don't know a whole lot about Spawn, so I'm not even sure what comparison. I think you is. should give yeah. Danny Spawn. I'll take Spawn. Yeah. You want Spawn? Yeah. All right. There you go. You get Ghost Rider. I'll you take Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Fantastic. There, All right. It, now, is this Ghost Rider anyone he could pick, or is there a certain? It's the traditional Johnny okay. Blaze Ghost right. Rider. Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a there's three canonical Ghost Riders. I, I think yeah. so. But cool. yeah. So anyway, next week or two weeks from now, when we're live again on the 29th, uh, we'll be doing Ghost Rider versus Spawn. Yep, and then nice. top five uh, in, yeah. or moments. Top from five the moments of 2021. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nice. That'll be fun. Fantastic. One of mine's gonna be when I found that buffalo nickel. So that was cool. It's worth about seven and a half cents. <laughs> that's a that's a cool moment. Yeah, that's that's, that's a fifty percent return good. right there. I really don't think we need to share the list next week. Do you guys think, or you guys want to plan well, to do that? Share them with each other, so no, we don't have the same share. moments. It, yeah, I mean, let's just it, if we have overlaps, we have overlaps. Because I, I mean, if they're your favorite moments, they're your favorite moments. I mean, there's so yeah. much to choose from. Really, I mean, geez. yeah, it's a yeah. lot in a year. Yeah, yeah. I but anyway. As always, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Picture What Designs, Drop the Mic DJ Service, and Blake Hickman Construction, and Lennox and Jude Photography Studio. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and everything we do. Uh, To all of our fans, everyone in the chat, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Uh, If you get a chance, check out our Patreon. It is launched. There are some merch opportunities in there uh, for certain levels, as well as... uh, if you look at it, even if you don't want to subscribe to our Patreon, at least read what the levels are because uh, there's some funny shit in there. Uh, but 
Anyway, for all of us here at Comically Inclined, I just want to say we'll see you guys later.